You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic because your waistband's going to get tight. Take time. Hi guys, I'm Ari. And I'm Sophie, and you're listening to Having a Night. Reviving the lost art of the dinner party. Season four, all about weddings. Yes. The bridal party. The bridal party. The I was thinking the bridal party is perhaps uh, the one element of a wedding that like is the big the biggest red flag of like basic basic bitch wedding. Oh boy. You it's mean, the most outwardly formulaic like yes. alert that like oh we are at a wedding. Yes, it's very true. Is there any way to do it that's not basic? I mean, I'm going to start off this podcast by saying no. Okay. I feel like I'm just going to rip on bridal parties for I know. this whole session. I was like, I was going, I was, you know, starting to take little notes on this episode. And then I was like, wait, I feel like every episode we do, I'm basically like, just don't do it. It sucks. But that's yeah. kind of the point, right? It's like, it's okay to talk shit about the wedding industry because the wedding industry kind of sucks. It kind of sucks. I mean, look at me. Now I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have a big wedding at all, <laughs> folks. That's what's happening. Uh, I... Between trying to plan my wedding and doing the show about weddings, I feel like I've already had my wedding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, I don't actually have to go through with it yeah. or pay the money, right? You've already thought about every aspect of what it means I'm to done. have a wedding. Yeah, you're done. I'm you done. did your time, man. It was great. I had a blast. <laughs> Best day I mean, of my life. Uh, we always say that the point is that it could be the ultimate party, but the wedding industrial complex makes it into the not ultimate party. Right. Right. Like that's, that's, therein lies the problem. Yes, indeed. But before we get into this topic, I want to know what you ate this week. I have been making this chicken shawarma recipe from New York Times that I think I sent you. You did. You sent it to me. It looks unbelievable. It is. And it's so simple. It's like you just marinate some chicken thighs, boneless, skinless, and like lemon juice and cumin and some like a dash of cinnamon. Wait, do you say cumin? Not Am I cumin? say cumin? Yeah, no, I say you're I one guess. of those. Wow. Do wow. you say like Should I leave? Yeah, yeah. Bye. Well, Goodbye that forever. concludes having a night. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, cinnamon, cinnamon. Mm-hmm. She's she's a cinnamon hater, but she was okay. I was cinnamon. Um, a little turmeric. Do you say turmeric? No, I say turmeric. So why do you, do you say, say cumin? I, I I was actually not trying to diss you for saying c- c- cumin. I mean, how do you say that word? What are, what are the origins? I, I insert that liquid J right before my U. Cumin. Cumin. I guess it's a liquid U, not a liquid J. No. But it's the IPA J. True. Wow. For those for those phonetic alphabet fans out there, Harry, I'm looking at you. MFA trained actors, <laughs> exactly. Big chunk of our audience. Um, uh, some other herbs. I don't want to pretend like I can just rattle off the exact recipe because you can find it on the New York Times cooking app. Did you do that with pilaf? Is that what you had? Yeah, oh, I'm gonna have it again fuck, tonight. That's so perfect. You know when you find a recipe you're obsessed with and you just like want to make it every night, or yes. you make enough for the week. So yeah, I'm happy to eat that until I get sick of it. That sounds so good. What's the vegetable component? It's like real light on the vegetables. I just like do a quick marinated tomato or a roasted tomato if the tomatoes look crappy because I like a fresh acidic thing when like like yeah. a real shawarma, like of a course. real. And like a white sauce, yeah. so something cold and acidic, like an iceberg. I did yeah. a romaine last night and some tomatoes and a lot of parsley. Or just like a, just a cucumber with... Anyway. Cucumbers yeah. all over the place. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Mm. What did you eat this week? Well, 
I was with my parents this past weekend and we were going out for dinner, but I offered to make them a lasagna. And then five minutes later, I was like, why did I just offer to fucking make them a lasagna? But I spent the whole afternoon making a lasagna and it was like the most satisfying way to spend an afternoon. And it made me think it felt very like grossy Pelosi, like Sunday sauce or like whatever people say. Yes. But you know, I made my whole bolognese. I used the Marcella Hazan recipe, which was good, but I used such a fatty ground chuck and it still came out kind of dry, which was weird. Wow. She also does not brown the meat, which I thought was interesting. Huh. She, she does like, you know, milk. She does like kind of the whole thing, but there was no browning of the meat, which did not affect the flavor. Or I guess it did affect the flavor, but, like, not in a way that was discernible. But I kind of wish I had, like, started with some... Yeah. I wonder how you don't... How it... I don't know. from getting dry. Yeah. It was weird. Because I also, like, kept it really moist. Like, I was, like, adding a little bit of water as it cooked. Anyway, not sure. Simmers for three hours. Mm -hmm. So, like, I did that. I did not make my own lasagna sheets. Okay, that was my next Next time I think I would. She, of course, is like, do not... Do not use store-bought pasta. Like, that's a no-go. I feel like this is a recipe where it is a go-go. It's a double-go. In fact, every other recipe was like, no cook lasagna sheets. And I was like, well, I'm not going to go that far. So I I used regular ones that, like, you have to to actually cook. And she's very intent, which I liked, on, like, wringing them out. And then you dry them on a towel. Uh Uh-huh. Which I thought kind of, like, helped... I don't know what it helped, but I know it helped something. I Maybe it, yeah. And something else I like that she does is she mixes the laza- the bolognese in with the bechamel. Uh-huh. So it's not like layer of bolognese, layer of bechamel. Uh-huh. It's layer of like creamy meat sauce, layer of parmesan. Oh! Layer of noodle. Oh, the side slice of this lasagna Did you get a pig? Beautiful. Oh, I was so bad. I mean, I guess that's a testament to how delicious it was. But yeah, we've got to get we've got to get better at the picks. I know, guys. If you're even interested in our picks, I'm sorry for being so bad about taking them. But huge letdown. Wow, that was how nice of you. How many hours did it take? Um, All day. That's such a big project. Yeah, it kind of took like four hours, maybe. Mm -hmm. It was really nice. It kind of okay. Wait, hold on. Harry and I have kind of had a revelation in the last several days. Yes. Because every time we throw a dinner party, I am like, I want to wow everybody by like doing something new and like investigating new recipes. And that goes from like the fucking appetizers all the way through to dessert. And then I'm like, and I'm going to make a punch and do this and that. And just this weekend, Harry was like, why don't we just get really good at a few things and like mostly just serve those at dinner parties? It's like, whoa. Wait. I, you're lying. I feel like you do do that. I, I, I had people over, over the summer. This was so long ago and I'm like still reeling from how bad my food was. Where I was like, I'm going to make a vegetarian meal. And because it's vegetarian, me. I ended up making like 10 different things. Yeah. All from fucking Ottolenghi. They all tasted like shit. Mm. Not Ottolenghi's fault. Very much my fault. Mm. And like, and I'm, I feel like I'm always doing a version of that. Of being like, oh, I just made koji marinade. Like, got it gotta try this out and like so that I can tell people that like oh it's koji marinated you know it's so stupid it's like I should just make a big fucking lasagna yeah green salad people would be so excited but I I mean you go back to our season one season two we have talked about this like dinner parties are not the time to experiment with new recipes and you I you you have some like chicken maybe it's for a taco situation that you've made like a million times which you have made that is good yeah well we did it together for the first time it was that chipotle chicken that is made in the sous vide chipotle anything yeah seriously (laughs) just chipotle yeah (laughs) who doesn't get excited about a lasagna i know i was just like uh, because the reason why it came up actually is because it was my dad's birthday and i made Yet another fucking polenta cake. I don't know what's with me. I'm always finding these recipes for polenta cake with, like, esoteric flavors. So this was a polenta marmalade cake. So Harry and I, I used the marmalade that Harry and I had made. That's nice. I was so excited about it. The cake tasted like shit. And I'm like, it's it's that thing where I'm like, no, I should just make, make a great chocolate mousse. Like, make a heavy hitter. Yes. As you can tell, I'm fired up about this. I guess you gotta have a dinner party. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think coming back into dinner parties, mm-hmm. knock on wood, 
uh, we are on the precipice. It should just be like, you know what? Greatest hits. No one wants to come back in and be like, have this tasting of leaves, you know? Yeah. I, give me some chocolate cake, some lasagna. But it's like it happened at the Seven Fishes dinner that I threw with the it crab was pasta. It wasn't that good. It was, anyway, whatever. It was. It was very good. But you also, it's a very hard dish to make for a bunch of people. Apparently. I thought it was going to be easy. But, but I'm just, I'm going to master a few things. I'm very excited about it. So... You know, you heard it here first. I won't okay, have yes. anything new to discuss on this podcast Older for the next it. five years. Yeah. Um, okay, so back to the wedding party. Uh, yeah. Back to the wedding party. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you that my impulse is like, yes, that is how you can tell that a wedding is basic because it's, you know, that photo that they always yes, do? Yes, it's the photo. Oh, my God. The it's photo. the photo. It's the colors. It's the matchy, matchy, matchy. Yeah. It's everything in my life that I've strove against. Strove? Striven, striven, strived. She strived against. Yes, striven against. <laughs> you know, just to, I mean, I, who knows where this impulse came from, and I feel like you share it. God knows why. Of just like, that's the normal thing. Don't want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Which also comes back to us always being alarmed when there's somebody else at the wedding who's dressed better because it's like I'm not going to dress normal yeah I'm going to stand out yeah this was my one reason for being like okay it's kind of fun sometimes being in the bridal party because you get a little bit of extra attention okay you know people looking at you a little bit more it's true you get a moment on stage exactly you're standing up there I I always think I'm like if you're standing up there which I think is kind of I think we've aged out of that Oh, no, we haven't. Stop. I mean, maybe we have, because I've been going to weddings for people who are maybe like three to four years younger but lately. not that much younger. Oh, yeah. And they, they up there. None of my friends had bridal parties. Well, wow. my, my, one of my best friends did, but it was very alternative. I feel like I haven't been to a wedding with that since we were in our late 20s. I mean, I've been to like almost none with that of my friends. Have you Chris's ever been friends. in a proper one? My friend Emily's, but again, it was very, like, okay. she made all of the dresses. They were very cool. But so you haven't been in one where... No, I haven't. Ha- oh. Oh. Let me drop some knowledge on you, please. Oh I'm, re- I'm ready. <laughs> well, what arms I was going is, like, I always think when I'm standing up there, I'm like, how can I convey yep. to the audience mm-hmm. with my face that, like, yeah, I'm a bridesmaid, whatever, but also, like... Guys, we all know this whole thing is so dumb, yep. but not in a rude way. Yeah. You know, it's just big. like, it's dumb, but like, God, what a magical moment. Yeah. It's know? a very complex <laughs> character to try to try and portray without words. Exactly. Without words. Without just with words. a subtle, like, you know, that's just a, with real, a subtle glance. real acting assignment. Um, but also, I think I do, I am down for the, like, how, how do I best access, I know we all have to wear the same fucking dress. I'm going to be the one who wears it the best. I have been in weddings where they have been strict down to the color nail polish that you, you can wear kidding? and the earrings that you can wear. Are you still no. friends with these people? Yes, but again, we aged out of it. That's fascist. I think these are people who would look back and be like, why did I do that at my wedding? That makes, I mean, that's like. Insane. Truly really yeah. insane. True bridezilla moment. Like blush pink is okay. Please don't wear, you know, please don't go for anything too dark. It's like, no, if people, people are looking, looking at my, my fingers, you've got another fucking problem, honey. Yeah. You know Ooh, what I mean? that's right. Crazy. Yeah. Truly crazy. Mm. Wow. But I feel like, so first of all, it's impossible not to discuss bridal parties without talking about clothes, right? Because, yeah. like, I mean, that's the whole thing, yep. is the fucking dress. I mean, guys, like we talked about last week, again, they don't have this problem. It's like, uh, you got a suit or like you rent a tux. Yeah. Girls, it's, uh, I've been, so I've been in several weddings, one in which was choose whatever, here's the color family, yeah, the choose palette. whatever dress. Yes. I think it looked a little hodgepodge. Which I don't mind. I don't mind. And it's like, hey, you didn't have to spend extra money just to be in my wedding. Yes. I've been in a wedding where the family of the bride paid for all of the dresses, which I think is a very classy move. Yeah. And I've been in a couple of weddings where I have had to pay for the dress myself, and it is a full-on bridal dress. Like, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like a real proper bridesmaid's dress. 
It's unacceptable. It's just not acceptable. How, what is the price range that you have experienced? I think this was $250. All right. I'm literally like, Poshmark was invented for me to sell these dresses on. Like, it is... And all, I sold dresses on there, and they were snapped up in, like, a day because... No one wants to... No one, no one has the closet space for these? Ex- oh, no. Hideous little chiffon, weird numbers, lace overlay. I'm like, wh- what? I mean, why? There must be a rental situation that's good. I think now, probably. But again, I think a lot of this comes back to, like, people in their late 20s having weddings and being like, I guess we have a bridal party, and, like, I guess everybody wears the same dress. I have heard about people... You know, oh, will you be my bridesmaid? And here you have to order this dress, and this dress is not two hundred and fifty dollars. This dress is like twelve hundred dollars. What? Oh, where it's like you're at an age where like I don't own any pieces of clothing that are that much money, and you're having me buy this for your wedding. But this is what's so crazy. I think about like the bridezilla element is that something happens to a person's brain, and by the way, bridezilla, I don't mean that in a Derogatory towards women way. Or towards Godzilla. (laughs) Or towards... I don't mean to offend any giant monkeys. Is that what they are? I think he's a dragon. He's a dragon. All right. Leave it to Ari. He doesn't even know it's a dragon. never seen it. Um, Wait, isn't it... It's a dragon? Oh, what's... Oh, King Kong. I'm thinking King Kong. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Godzilla is definitely like... Oh, yeah. He's like a dragon, but he like walks on two legs, which I feel like is rare for a dragon. Is it? I feel like I always think of dragons in a more like Harry Potter style on all fours, very low. Oh, I think of a T-Rex. Breathing fire. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's like a type T-Rex. He's not breathing fire on the ground. He's breathing fire in at like your seventh floor window. Right. Which like, unless you're a giant dragon, is not very useful in terms of you're you're too tall for your prey. I guess that's the point is like he raises cities. Uh Uh-huh. Not just like individuals. I would love for you to write a poem. Godzilla. He raises cities. <laughs> that just has to be the first line. Okay. Sorry. Great. Bridezilla Godzilla. Okay. So I'm just saying this is not gender specific. This is just specific to people who go crazy when planning weddings. Um, yes. But it's like something takes hold of a person's brain where suddenly they think that asking a friend to order a $1,200 bridesmaid's dress is not only logical, but also that it's friendship ending if they don't do it. Yeah. It also, of course, comes back to the hilarious myth of the idea like, oh, no, but this one you're actually going to totally wear again. (laughs) Just like, no. Again, that's why Poshmark exists. Because I'm never wearing this again. In what world? On a date? Oh, my. Oh, someone else's I would love to show you some of the dresses I've worn. I I would love to see them. I would love for you to post them to our Instagram mm. at Having a Night. Photos I do actually have. Good. I mean, some of them also, it's like, they don't always look bad, but that doesn't mean that I would like to wear them in my regular life. Of course. They don't always look bad, but they do always look bad because they're all exactly the same. Do you know what I mean? There are yeah. moments where I'm like, oh, that bridesmaid's dress is not so bad, but I hate it because I'm looking at eight of them right there. Yeah. It just cheapens it. I want uniqueness. I don't want sameness. I, I want, this is, again, like, I think where the problem of infantilization comes in, mm-hmm. of like, I need all of my friends to stand up with me wearing the same outfit. So you can tell who are my bestest yeah. friends. It's That's like the weird, a, the friend, yeah. it has to be an explicit friend divide. Totally. Exactly. It's like a tyrannical, mm-hmm. yes, exactly. The, tr- the tyranny of the friendship. It's very weird. Well, and then it's like this weird stratification thing. I think of like, oh, I was invited to the bachelorette, but like, I guess she doesn't consider me a good enough friend to be in her wedding party. Oh, is that, I didn't know that. I thought that like, if you're in the bachelorette, you up there. Oh, I don't think necessarily. Huh. I think some people will do like huge bachelorettes, but like very small wedding parties, which I guess is why a lot of people just do family. Yeah. Which is like less fun, but definitely safer. Yeah. Would you have a wedding party? No, I would just have my sisters up there. But, but you'd have them up there. But like, well, in the way that we're now rethinking the wedding, probably not. Mm-hmm. But no, actually, up like, there maybe in the I DJ wouldn't. booth. Yeah, I would have them up there. <laughs> like literally on cables and harnesses. <laughs> Peter panning throughout my wedding. 
yeah, I um I cannot imagine imagine a world in which we're drinking a fantastic wine, by the way. It's my Very language begins to slur. I always call it cat. Cabbage, K-A-B-A-J. It's Slovenian. It's very yummy. I highly recommend. Cabbage. Well, I like to put the eggs in. Cabbage, cumin. <laughs> Second, cumin, 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 cumin to my cabbage. It's Welcome. very yummy, but it probably is like kabai or something. I don't know. I don't I'll have to look up how it is pronounced in Slovenian. Um, as our language starts to slur. Yes. I would. There, I can't imagine a world in which I would have a bridal party, mostly because, not to brag, I just have too many goddamn friends. It would be like 50 people yeah, out there. Yeah, it's too stratified. Yeah. It really is. Well, and then, we were just talking about this with Harry. So, like, in the UK, the guys, nobody stands up there except for the best man and the maid of honor, I guess. And then all the, everybody else is just a groomsman. No, in fact, it might only be men. I'm not exactly sure how it works. Whatever. But everybody ah. else is just was for, referred to as an usher, not a groomsman. Usher. Usher. I was just about to do that. <laughs> Damn. Yep. <sighs> Those were the days. Yeah. Um, so Wait, I would else... quick story about usher. Yes, please. I, in my 20s, long, long time ago, I worked at the now very, very sadly closed RIP opening ceremony, incredible oh boutique. Downtown so New York, like bringing small independent designers to the forefront of fashion, like very avant-garde, but also like approachable. We would get a lot of celebrity clients. I have many stories I can regale our listeners with, but Usher came in one day with his bodyguards and he literally did not speak. He only spoke through the bodyguards. Wow. In a way that like, sure, at first, okay, but then it's like, okay, so would you are you ready to try something on? And it would be like, the bodyguard would be like, Mr. Usher does not. Yeah. Stop. It was so, he wouldn't. He would he look right at you? There. Yeah. Uh, he was obviously right he was wearing sunglasses. There. Yes. If you're not wearing sunglasses, that behavior is literally impossible. Yes. Right? It's like, you have to, you're you have to have icon. something in it was, front it of your face. It was baseball cap. To... It was sunglasses. But like, a celebrity wow. comes in, like, we shut down the store. It wasn't like it was Bloomingdale's filled with people. It was like we were the only people in there with him. Oh, my God. It was so weird. <laughs> Mr. Usher will try on the clo- We'll try yeah. on the blouse Mr. now. Mr. Usher would like you to know that this size is too small. Wow. And they call him Mr. Usher. I, I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm a it's, little tipsy, and this was at least 15 years it's ago. It's funny that he chose his name to be no, Usher. Least. 10 because years ago. 10 years five. Ago. I'm... No, no, not five. I'm fine. Twelve. Don't worry. I'm fine. But, like, usher is actually not... I mean, listen, as someone who has ushed before, like, I wouldn't exactly say usher is like a... I think everybody should certainly take pride in ushing. But it's not like saying... You know, the word usher, it doesn't mean, like, king. It means, like, you're the guy who chose people... Yeah, it means helper. It's funny that that was what he chose as his one name name. What's his name? I don't know. Is is that maybe not his first name? Or it's a Madonna situation? <gasps> well, I mean, he's a one-name act. No, I know, but what is his, like, given name? It might be Usher. But my point is, like, if you're going to then become a one-name act, you yeah, change Usher. it to something that was less akin to ushering someone to their seat. Yeah, no, you know, maybe Change it's... it to... Yay! Okay, yeah, <laughs> yep. Wow, I want to talk about that situation. Wow, that makeup. You know, he did it himself. No. Yes. Okay, guys, we're talking about Julia Fox and oh, wow. Ye, a.k.a. Kanye, wow, wow, at wow. the Scaparelli show. Wow. Which, P.S., the Scaparelli clothes were stunning, beautiful. The two of them look like, I guess, villains from a Marvel movie, for I, lack of a better <laughs> comparison. Hold on. I... He did her makeup no. himself. <laughs> yeah. I haven't read anything. I've just been scrolling on it. I saw the pictures, and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, no. Oh, he, well, now it makes perfect sense. Now you know. And there are even photos of, like, his hands, like, putting this makeup on her eyes. I mean, he did it. He did it. He did <laughs> it. What? Yeah. He's truly lost it. Yeah. I mean, he lost it years ago. Well, it's, it made me think, like, maybe they both lost it a little. Well, or maybe they're just like, oh, fuck it. Who cares? But what kind of weird, like, what are they trying to, what's the impetus? Like, what's the, what's the larger goal? there to be like we did the makeup 
Well, that's what I mean. That's when I come back to the maybe they're just in like the fuck it phase of being like, who cares? Like, yeah, so we have these huge platforms, but like, maybe we just sometimes want to have fun and paint each other's faces. Okay, as this is coming out of my well, mouth. Like, and they're wearing like Balenciaga or yes. whatever. Yeah. You know? Right. Like kind of wild. I mean, I guess it's all, and if expensive. you think of it as all being kind of performance art, then I guess it's interesting in some way, but. Then everything's interesting in some way. If you think of true. it as performance it's all art, perfor- it's all that's what it is. That's what performance art is. Like to be like, don't criticize this. You know, if you well, label something as performance art, it's just like begging someone to reconsider it. But as the daughter of a performance artist, yes. that's difficult for me to, you know. Yeah. Because my dad's like a pretty avant-garde as far as it gets. Yeah. And I do think there was so much thought behind it. Yeah. But then there is so much terrible performance art. So it's sort of like just having the barometer. It's the same thing as acting, right? It's like there are people who are really bad and there are people who are really good. Yeah. But it's all called the same thing. Yeah. But if your makeup looks like shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you say it's yeah. performance art, then I'm like, okay, sorry, mm. I'll be less rude. But if it's just your makeup, that's it's just so shitty. True. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, we're making excuses for it because it's because we can view it as being avant garde as opposed to just being like, this so, is kooky, right? It's a way for you to be like, you don't get it, right? It's like, no, I think I do get it, and I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, and I don't like and it. I don't like it. It looks like a child did your eye makeup. Yeah. God bless. I really need to rewatch Uncut Gems. I oh, fuck. I was just in the Diamond it. District today. Doing what? Uh, oh, actually, these very earrings. Okay, guys, this is for all my friends out there who wear earrings. <laughs> for <Right>? all. <laughs> sure. This is why it goes out to all my friends out there who wear earrings. <laughs> um, <laughs> One piercing, two piercing, ears, navel, whatever you got, this goes out to you. <laughs> People These with holes in their body. With holes. This goes out to all my friends with holes. Um, these earrings always really hurt. And like to the point where I would wear them for a night and then the next day I wouldn't be able to put in another earring okay, at wait, all. Wait, 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 wait. Because like through the hole, like it's the metal or the tightness? Like it's... No, through the hole. Okay. As if like something was happening with a post. Got it. So it's like a bad metal maybe. So that was what I was worried about. But they're vintage. I found them on first dibs. They're vintage Tiffany hoops. So I went to the Diamond District and the guy was like, oh, they're just way too thick for your ears. So what had been happening was basically it was like they were just like irritating my ears in a really extreme way. So he just filed them down a little bit. So that's what I was doing in the Diamond District. I love the Diamond District. If anybody comes to New York, go to 47th between 5th and 6th. It's heaven. But also, like, go there prepared. Also help. Prepared to, like, you know, just be assaulted with people being like, hey, madam, come in the store. Come in the store. It's, it's, you have, it's. It's very New York. It's very New York. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's fascinating. I never knew that there was a size. There must, well, I guess there must be like a, this is the typical width of a earring post. And I think maybe because these are vintage, maybe it's like posts used to be a little bit thicker. And now when they pierce your ears, they pierce it with like a teeny little needle. And back then they pierced it with a... With a goddamn anvil. The dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Julia Fox, yay. Usher, ushers, wow, we made it back. We made it back to the idea that in the UK, Mm -hmm. all male groomsmen (laughs) are referred to as ushers, except for the best man. Mm -hmm. And they would not stand up there. They would have a job. Which, wait, now what was I supposed to connect that to? (laughs) Fuck. Ush is such a good verb. But also it's like, (laughs) kind of sounds like, it's just me and you. It's just ush. (laughs) Me plus you equals ush. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know what you were can. We were talking about people wearing the same thing and then ushing. Oh, men that. wearing the same thing versus women wearing the same thing. Yeah. And how it's so much different for women. Well, first of all, I'd like to break this down. Please break it down. Because the men, it's like, whatever, it's a suit. People people are not, unless you are a fashionable man or a woman who's interested in men's fashion, you are not even able to see, like, further away than five, ten feet, the nuance of, like, men's tailoring, which yeah. is what people, like, go gaga over. You say that. But then remember 
when all of our guy friends got their first suits and the fits were insane. <laughs> yeah. So in a way, it's like you can sort of see. I think now everybody understands like my pants shouldn't have four rolls at my yes, shoe. Of you know? It's just obvious. <laughs> it shouldn't be pooling. No, yeah. it shouldn't be pooling. The shoulders should not be like halfway down my arms. <laughs> Shouldn't look like I'm wearing, yeah, my grandfather's suit. Yeah. But for the women, so it's like that's a wash on what side are the men on. Right. If you're looking, like, so it's house right or yes, the men. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. The women, however, it's like you are you are asking your friends, your apparent best friends, to be judged. It's like, who do I, who looks the best? It becomes like a, the men wow. you're not looking, maybe you're like, oh, that guy looks hot. With the women, it's like, who, if you're telling them all to wear the exact same thing. But that's what's, that, that's where it gets really fucked up. Yeah. Right? It's like the idea that all of your female friends, and this like literally all have the same body type, in which case, fuck what? you. Yeah. Weird. Like it's, no dress is going to look good on eight to 12 women. No. No. It's just, and then they do the thing, oh, you can choose your straps. Right. Don't worry. You don't have to go strapless. You Let's can go, go... through the straps. Okay. 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 I do one. You do one. Okay. 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 Halter. Okay. No straps. Strapless. Okay. Um, the V that then attaches in the back. As regular straps. As regular straps. Okay. Okay. <gasps> okay. 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 Fuck. Um, oh, a toga. Yes, of course. Oh, oh which is a one shoulder. A one sleeveless. One, yes, one sleeveless side. one shoulder. One strap. Okay, the strap where it's technically strapless, but they're hanging off of your shoulders. Oh God, I, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I hate a, I hate a, uh, a piece of clothing that has items ineffectual. That are in, yeah, that are, have no utility whatsoever. Yeah. Oh God, just ornament. They're ornamental. I would just like to say for the record that neither of us ever got in. Thank God, into the trend of the long sleeve shirt with a cutout shoulder. No, and no, the cutout thing absurd. is surging, and I don't understand why. I mean, exactly. I love my shoulders. I think they are perhaps, like, my best attribute. Excellent shoulders. Thank you so much. But, yeah, I'm not going to go there. What I really hate is this new thing of, like, it's kind of taking the off-the-shoulder thing to the next level where the sleeves, they're not even connected to the dress. It's just, like, oh, no. a little puffy <laughs> tube you put on. But then take off. <laughs> That's it's back to the two thousands. It's Y two K, baby. Oh, fuck it's me. hilarious. Oh I'll my never god. be fashionable oh, again. God. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with the strap that starts on the spaghetti strap that starts on one side, then crosses your clavicle oh. and goes to the other yeah. side. So seemingly no utility, ornamental crisscross yes. strap. Yes. Then we have the classic, which is okay. It looks like it's straight at the front, but then across in the back. Oh. <laughs> Psych out. Psych out. Yeah, the exactly. Classic. Ooh, but when you, know, you see me from the back, just, you're going to be surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never know this was coming. Oh, God. I might be at a loss. Also, in my experience, though, of. Uh, okay, so when you get a bridesmaid's dress, you basically, like, it's ordered through some catalog or through some website or whatever. And when you go to pick it up, it's like at a bridal salon. But you are ushered past the bridal part. So, like, you know, there's beautiful women having their champagne. And then you, like, go to the back. They just like throw some it on the street. Crone, exactly. It's like, this is your dress. Also, the sizing is so fucked. Yeah. Where it's like, you think you're a sex? Shake, hey, bitch, you're ten. That's with dress, wa- uh, wedding dresses as well. So cruel. I don't know. I'm like, I'm just a fucking bridesmaid. Like, you don't have to make me feel bad about my body. It's so weird. I've been discovering this going, trying on wedding dresses, and you've been there. It's like, oh, no, no, no. So you're usually whatever. It's different in the bridal world. Exactly. And it's like, why? Everything. Why? Sorry, guys, I'm plugging in my computer. Everything is different in the bridal it world. It doesn't make any sense. It's it more is special. Truly to make you feel like shit. That's what it is. What what else would it be? Anyhow. Um, okay. I do have a big question, which is like, okay, why in every single rom-com that has a wedding in it mm-hmm. is the like wedding party sat at a one-sided table? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? As if it's like the Last Supper style. Like, oh, oh, like there's nobody facing them. But yes. Like they're up on a dais. mm -hmm, And they get to observe the party. But like, have you ever seen that at an actual wedding? I've never seen this. I don't think so. It's very strange. Yeah. Very banquet. 
it's I've seen it so much in movies actually that now when I think about my own wedding and some I think about like oh and where I'm sitting I'll just be able to look out and it's like no there's going to be someone else's face right there because I'm not going to be a weirdo unless you do like the two the two sweetheart top. yeah table the sweetheart table which we've covered didn't we cover that we did cover because you were like I'm kind of into it and then and I, I was, was like quickly, I'm in shock yeah <laughs> I was quickly reminded that I'm not into although it. one of the chicest people I know had a sweetheart table and I was like wow well if you can do it then I guess we should all be doing it we shouldn't we shouldn't. We want to be with people. Yeah. And maybe if I had a 500 person wedding, I'd be like, I just need to breathe. Yeah. But True. No. Anyhow, uh, I just want to circle back to the pre-sleeve uh, competition. Yes. Yes. Did you see, did we even talk about this last week? I think we might have. Those posts of like some bitches wedding and like, the Kardashians and the Hadids were all yes bridesmaids in the, party. In the yeah. yeah in the I accidentally party. followed that person. Then I was like, "Why is this person showing up in my feed?" I, I know, know because I too. followed her. What's yes. wrong with me? Unfollow, uh, it might, it might have been me. It might have been me. Was it on having a night? no? It was like on Uh-oh. my personal thing. And I was it like, might have been me. What am I doing? It was. <laughs> it was. I, I, I followed her. <laughs> Can you imagine if like you had a friend who like if you were friends with that bitch from like some like a childhood like you didn't you. And you were invited to be in her bridal party and you show up and, like, the other bridesmaids are, like, <laughs> literal supermodels. Oh, you mean if you're not. The, yeah, if, if you're, you're just not, me or right, you. Right, right, Just, yeah. like, fuck. Well, God. All wearing talk the same about, dress. Talk about, I mean, getting overshadowed. You know, you okay. show up thinking you're going to be the stylish oh one there. <laughs> disaster. Disaster. Freaking, like, Bella struck. Hadid wearing the same dress as you. I, yeah, no, that's that's insane. And then I think it's that fucked up thing of, like. No matter how much you love yourself, yeah, you show up as the normie in that bridesmaid party. No, no. I'm okay. I would get so fucked up. I would get so fucked up. I I would need years of therapy. Oh, I just mean I would get. I would drink so much. Also that. Yeah, both ways of being <laughs> fucked up. The, uh, but you're look. You know, you're sitting in the audience, and you've got the groomsmen who, again, are wash. And then you're looking at all these bitches wearing, like, a forest green dress. Mm-hmm. But not only are the dresses matching, like, sometimes it's just so clear that they all got put through the same fucking hair and makeup oh factory. God. Thank you. Thank and it's you. like, wow, I hate it. It's like, one girl's got it half up. The other girl has all, a few of them have it all down, like, beach waves. Unless like the bride is like, sorry, we're actually body. not doing all down. You can do a, a <gasps> side clip. I can't. A side clip. How Jesus. dare. Although that might be so retro Wait, that it's cool. But you were you were going through the cycle and I well, was enjoying Well, I can't it. believe you can uh, tell people what I'm doing right now. I can't believe that okay. this is apparently. She's pulling, oh, she's pulling out two very small tendrils at the front Right of at face. the front. So 90s and so unflattering and just still. Those are still going in weddings? They are. I, wow. I saw some not, not two weeks ago. But with curls or straight? Uh. Maybe with a little curl, wow. but like with a with a weird updo. Wow! And just like spiky updo, up. spiky oh updo. Oh my god! I'm, wow! I'm shaking. I okay. So this is like the other f- fucked up sexist part of being a bridesmaid is that the guys get to like sleep in and put on their suit and like have some beers in the morning, oh, yeah. and the girls you are getting put through the works through hair and makeup. Starting at 7 a.m. I accidentally was sent the schedule to oh one of these weddings. Oh my god, stop. Should I please read it? Let me, f- I have to find it. Because it's Fine. really, it's like, okay, I get that the bride can't sleep, and so she's up at 5 a.m., but for the rest of us, like, I just got drunk at your rehearsal dinner. I can't wake up at 7.30. You to can be also in the background tell- of your photos. Exactly. Yeah. Blurry. So you get yeah. good portrait mode. Yeah. So so that you can put me against that ugly brick wall with 12 other people wearing the same outfit. Yeah. But I even mean before Ooh. that they're taking pictures. That's what this thing yes. is. Oh my God. Please read. Fuck. I'm not. Don't worry, guys. The schedule is coming. Okay. Here um, it is. Okay. What time did it start? This starts, so probably for the bride, it starts earlier, but this is for 9.45 a.m. Hair and makeup begins. Okay. And then did she say which, which time slot each person was? No. Because I sort of felt that you could tell how close a person is to the bride based on their time slot. 
Okay, wow, give me this theory. I think if you're asked to come really fucking early, you're not that close to the bride. It's huh. like, oh, that's fine. Like, get her up. It doesn't matter. So once you have it all done, you are not, you're allowed to leave? No, you're allowed to sit there with the other girls while they get theirs done. But in that case, wouldn't you want the people you're closest with to be there first? Because then they're with you the longest? Everybody has to be there, like, the whole time. Oh, it's just No, because often it's it. like the bride doesn't show up until later because the bride is like, Sorry, like, I was upstairs crying. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. These are the things I do not want to have to deal with. No. And that's what it becomes. And these are the things that, by the way, like, part of us doing this podcast, it's like, these are things that we actually do think should be dismantled. Like, we're not just being negative. Like, these are fucked up things. Like, they're not great. No, we're just investigating why they exist by really... Pushing hard against them. Exactly. By hammering Same hard. Same they still hold. The yeah. fact that they suck. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, who does it benefit? I just don't understand. I did look up why there are bridal parties and groomsmen. You know, what I actually guess, because you'll probably get it right. Um, To have, like, the the most special people of the bride and groom around them to stop them from having sex before they're married. No, but interesting. Wow. That's way juicier. It's just like in ancient Rome or whatever. I think it was ancient Rome. Like you needed, you needed legally to have like 11 people, 11 of your friends to witness the wedding and to stand there with you. Got it. So Romeo and Juliet, they never really got married. No, so we'll never know. Which I guess is why like the phrase elopement still carries a bit of a whiff of like, you did what? Yeah. You know, you didn't have the witnesses. But wait, I think- wait. <laughs> so like Romeo and Juliet, maybe the real reason they killed themselves is because they had no friends. <laughs> Ouch. Which like they didn't because they fucked up their families and communities. Yeah, but it was worth it in the end because then by them dying, their families and communities got to heal. That's true. But like. I mean, I think to me, this also comes back to the same thing about The Bachelorette, which is like. The sentiment behind it, which is like being surrounded by the people who mean so much to you on a day that means a lot to you, is a really wonderful sentiment. The problem is that the execution sucks. Yeah. Also. Yes. My least favorite part of any wedding, of the idea of a wedding party, is the fact that clearly photographers, like the wedding photographers, are like, okay, you guys are going to link arms and you guys are going to smile and you're going to give me all your, your teeth. teeth. I want to see all your teeth when you're walking. So you're watching your friends walking down the aisle and you're like, you guys look like you're in so much pain. You can't make eye contact with anybody. You're so freaked out. And it's like, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's so bad. I it's also so awkward. Like, do not give me more elements more performative elements to critique in your wedding ceremony. And the more people walking down the aisle to music, the more I'm like, well, that person's walking way too fast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That person is like, clearly something's going on and they're going really slow because they have to buy time for the people behind them. Like, just eliminate that. Just walk. If you got to walk, just walk. But it is it is tricky, though. It's oh got to be God. slightly slower than it how ha- you would normally walk or else you look rushed. I agree. because But this is also always a thing, right? It's like you can tell. what which, which looks more awkward? People looking rushed, but like they're walking as humans? Or people walking adequately slow, but who look like they're walking like robots? I mean. It's a lose-lose. I guess it's a lose-lose, but, like, this, it always looks like they're kind of, like, counting to themselves, okay? And now they're taking Also, that. <laughs> like, when they're, like, you know, they pair the bridesmaids and groomsmen and they've never met before. Yes. I was at this wedding a couple of weeks ago and, like, the brides, this woman who I had never met, who's so nice, was just, like, you know... Uh, the night before, a couple nights before, drunkenly was like, oh, hey, oh, you're, I'm longing with your fiance. He's so nice. And I was like, what relationship is that? Right. It's none. Like, it's nice you're walking with him, but like, what? Well, I what are you think it's about? like, yeah, girl to girl. Yeah. I think it's the fantasy, which, of course, I always had of like, oh, whoever... You haven't met this guy yet, just you wait. Exactly. Which did, in fact, happen, I believe, in a Sex in the City. And it was Charlotte and this guy. And then, like, her dad ended up... his The guy's dad ended up grabbing her ass. 
And she was like, <laughs> he grabbed my ass. And he was like, how dare you say that about my dad? So it was a good, that's a good episode. But, um, they're all good episodes. But, but yes, exactly. It's the fantasy of like, okay, but let's like kind of try to set up our friends. Right. Which I enjoy the idea of the fantasy, but it never pans out. God, some of the people I've walked with, my God, my I'm clutching God. my head. Just like do it by <laughs> height. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, pair of people who you think look hot together. Well, I don't like, know. Weird. What's the answer? No, that is weird. Anyway, I agree. I agree. Yeah, don't, the... don't have them walk down the aisle together. No. Just have them like be there. Yes. Or, or something. And if they must walk down the aisle, don't tell them to smile the whole time. To me, no. the best is when like people are... You're watching people kind of chatting, walking down the aisle. Yes, because they're alive. They're alive. Right. They're being present. And that's kind of what I meant about the walk. It's like, if you're so in your head about walking slowly, it's hard to show in your face that, like, I'm here and I'm excited and I'm not so scared that I have to smile like this. Like, it's... You're really just giving all of your friends, probably not a lot of whom are actors, a big acting assignment. That's, like, the first thing you learn is, like, walk into a room. With people watching you. And it's incredibly difficult. I don't think anyone ever masters it. No. It's too hard the first time. It's too hard. And the second and it's the third or whatever. It's too, too much hard. to ask for your friends. Uh, but, okay. This gets to, like, kind of a philosophical element that I feel about weddings. It's which hot is... In here. It's so hot in here. Do you want me to open a window? No, it'll be too loud. I'll just take off No, okay. It's going to get a little sweater. bit noisy, guys. Hold on. It's going to get it's noisy, fine. but don't worry. No, I was... I was sitting oh, it's here too thinking noisy. how hot it was. We have to get closer. I know. I, I made a um, I made a self tape yesterday, and this was going on in the background. It's it's very loud. Do you have I'm a sorry. mini micro mi- uh, microwave microphone for self tapes? No. I have one. I never use it. I should. I think it makes oh, a big difference. I have a small one, but I never use it. Yeah. Sorry. I have it. I just don't use it. Sorry. Whatever you just said, I have. I yeah. Yeah. No. I, it's like yeah. funny. Like I like I actually have one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what were we just saying? Uh, walking down the aisle, smiling like a freak, our acting classes, how hard it is to just walk and look natural. Oh, okay, right. So this was going to get to my philosophical philosophical point about weddings, which is like, I see this in hair and makeup, I see this in the dresses, I see this in the speeches, I see this in so many elements of like people who I think are really, really scared to perform and don't want to perform like that is not something that they are interested in yes and all of a sudden you have created a day in which you feel that you have to perform yes and then it's important for you not just to perform but to perform as well as you possibly can and like people who are not interested in performing are not fucking built for that like it's and so that is why these weddings are all so painful is because it's like people who would rather crawl into a hole than do this, and yet they force themselves to. It's so weird. And they're not forcing themselves to because they love this person so much. They're forcing themselves to because they've been told that if they don't do that, then this won't be special, and it won't mean anything. Yeah. I'm like, that is truly psychotic. And it's never something you would bring up, because God, you know, it's not like, she made me walk at her wedding. It's just, but it does kind of just, it's a icky thing to live with it. Yeah, but but I think it also comes down to the bride and the groom as well. Of yeah. like, so I've 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 been with so many of my friends when they've been getting their makeup done, and they see themselves in the mirror, and instead right. of being like, "I love how I look," they freak out because they've never had that much makeup on. Yeah, and like, you you want to feel like yourself, and of course, the makeup artist is standing there going, "No, no, no, you don't understand." In photos, you need to be wearing this much makeup, and it's like, no, does that matter? Also, I just want to be here for everyone listening who has been, maybe feels like they're going to be pressured or have been pressured by photographers before or makeup artists before for their wedding. You don't have to be wearing that much makeup for the photos to look good. That is a fallacy. That's like if the paparazzi is coming to take a candid of you at any moment and they're going to release it untouched to all of the world. Right. But like when you go, I'm sorry to be an actor, but when you go get your headshots done, it's like incredibly minimal. minimal. Yeah. I just love the idea that it's like post fix it in post. Yeah. Your eyes are going to disappear if we don't put on this much eyeliner. What am I a fourth grader doing uh, like the the music man? (laughs) Let me draw this mustache on right quick. Yes. (laughs) They're not going to see your face, honey. If you don't have blue eyeshadow on and a red lip. (laughs) Oh, honey, they're not going to see your face. That's so good. (laughs) It's so true though. I look, I love going to plays. I love watching children. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's 
but that's the best you go i've i've seen Chris is very good friends with his old high school drama teacher. And so we'll go back and see plays at his high school. It's so fun. But it's like, uh, you're, I'm sitting back row of the balcony because I'm getting a little drunk. Yes. And like the makeup <laughs> is strong. I can see. But I'm not. It's not like, oh, I see their faces. I, I'm seeing the makeup. Yes, I am seeing the makeup. They're that wearing, little like, dot of rouge. It's, and it's always called rouge. rouge. Isn't that so nice? I love when you're, that. Yeah. When you're that young. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start calling it rouge again. You should blush. It's so like blanche, though, to be like, pass me my rouge. Turn off the lights. <laughs> Anyhow, sorry I interrupted. No, not at all. I mean, I think, I really think we did a great job of shitting on uh, wedding parties. I mean, I was trying to think <laughs> the, the ultimate challenge is... Can we argue for them? Well, my argument for them was like, again, The Bachelorette, the sentiment behind it is really lovely. Mm -hmm. You are with people who feel important to you on a day that feels important. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how can you do that in a way where you're not being a fucking despot, forcing people to behave a certain way and wear certain things? Yeah. And, um... You get to, um... Invite your inner circle uh, into a very intimate space in your life, and then, like, you forever they will be that to you. So it's like you're kind of entering into this union with, you know, yeah. to be like, I was in this person's wedding. Like, we are connected in that way. Right. It can be, I think, probably very beautiful. Yes. I mean, I was thinking about getting ready for. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Asshole on bikes. Um, guy with a small dick. Yeah. Um, I can't even believe, like, I had a wedding because as we talk about weddings, it feels so different from what we talk about that I'm like, I guess, like, I did have the experience of, like, getting dressed as a bride. That's so weird. But I realized that I was about to be like, well, it would have been really nice to be around a bunch of my friends. And I'm like, no, no, that was so not what I wanted. Like, because to me, it actually felt quite solemn. And I mean solemn in, like, a very... I don't mean solemn, like sad. I mean, like it was, it's, there's a seriousness to it that yeah. I think it's so good to like kind of be on your own a little bit or yes. like be, your, be on your own, be with your parents, like feel the thing of like, this is happening as opposed to like with my girls having champagne. Like I don't want to distract myself from it actually. Right. Or, or re-distract my, or what? Distract myself in this way of like, uh, there's drama. Yes, exactly. Right. Oh, Unnecessary, no. like Yeah, Allison didn't get her makeup done. Right. And, uh, right. Keep girls together talking shit and gossiping because yeah. that's what they're going to do, which is fun. But I can do that every day of the week. Or it's also like if you have a wedding party, have them do that, but you can also take time for yourself and like do your own thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's a fun, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, yeah. that moment. And I think probably everybody feels differently. Like I'm sure a lot of people are like, no, no, no. I wouldn't want to be alone at all. Like I want to feel like a single gal on my last hours, but yeah, I like being alone. I must Mm -hmm. say you did not argue for the bridal party. party. I did not. It's true. (laughs) Would you like to give the closing argument? (laughs) No, I think I gave all I had to give about like, Oh, it's your, it's a nice gesture to be like, you guys are my, Harkening back to the origin of the bridal party, like, you guys are my friends and my witnesses, and this is forever, you will have, you know, the rest of our lives. It's like, oh, this is my friend, so- when we're eight years old, this is my friend Sophie, she was maid of honor at my wedding. Right. Yeah. What am I going to do? I'm like, this is my friend Sophie, we had a podcast together, we hung out a lot. <laughs> yeah, we had the world famous number 131 in the Philippines. In <laughs> Which, P.S., thank you, Philippines, and thank you, Singapore, for listening to it. It probably podcast. just means, like, two people listen to it there. No yeah. one's listening to it. In America. No, it's just too much Zero competition down. in America. <laughs> Can I? Okay. Do you know the Smartless guys? They, uh, they run, they, you know that, do you ever listen to Smartless? Uh-uh. It's great. It's Jason Bateman, Will Arnett. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I've never listened to it, but every time I hear about it, I'm like, wow, that sounds so great. Right? These guys, though, have more money than, they're huge celebrities. Yeah. They uh, are running ads on their show, which I'm like, BX, are you running ads for charity? Because you should. But if you're not explicitly saying that, then ostensibly you're getting the money or a cut of it from the 
ads, so they're making yeah. even more money, and it's subscription based to get it. Oh wow! You, you can get it like a week later if not on the subscription. Okay. And last week or two weeks ago, they did a fucking ad for McDonald's. Whoa! I was just like, I don't know. That's that weird. might make me stop listening to it. Like really? Like are are? Yeah. How, like they clearly are paying you so much money. You never talk about where, like where that money's going. I mean. I'm like, listen, you're you're all artists. You're allowed to take money from your artistry, right? Like, if you have a podcast, you're allowed to make money from that podcast. Yeah. But I agree with you that, like, doing an ad for McDonald's just seems a bit like, really? Yeah. Like, do cool ads. Like, pick... Surely they're able to pick and choose what... I mean, you and I are, like, whenever yeah. we... Uh, get an ad it's like do you guys want to represent this right that i just feel that would be i agree that would be a very weird thing to get an ad being like do you want to represent mcdonald's and then have the three of them have to sign up and be like yes and the only did they self-record was it an ad where they it was one of their voices oh yeah it's them like and they do it like we do where they have to it has to sound like the podcast it's not copy they have to improv and the only time I've heard it aired was in the David Byrne episode, who, for those of you who don't know, please go educate yourselves. He's the lead singer of Talking Heads, like very avant-garde, like insanely talented, like artiste. Yeah. Like David Byrne probably doesn't even know who you guys are. And he is now <laughs> on, listening. He probably isn't listening to the episode. But if he did, like he is probably like incredibly anti-McDonald's. I mean, who knows? Maybe he loves it. But I just like... Really? I mean, I think it's an interesting question of like where, you know, where art and capitalism intersect and when something crosses over into the pop realm, you know, sort of like, what is your responsibility? Do they feel any responsibility? Yeah. Like, you know, or is it just like, wow, McDonald's is willing to pay us so much money to do this ad. Like, sure, let's do it. But like, then give half of the money, you know, would have been cool. Uh, to like- fighting ob to fighting the obesity in this fucking country? Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Or, like, giving, like, somehow choosing a McDonald's and giving employees there the revenue. that, yeah, I love that. Right? Yeah, totally. Come on, Smartless. And on that note, please, go and get an Egg McMuffin from your nearest (laughs) McDonald's. I mean, I actually weirdly live so close to a McDonald's. You do. One of the few in the city. There's not that many McDonald's in the city. I mean. They just sort of, like, blend into the patchwork. I, they're frightening in the city, I think. I did go in once. Why did I go in? I hope not to use the bathroom. I think I, I live close enough to it that I would have just gone home. And maybe it was an emergency. Maybe it was like late at night and I wanted fries or something. And then like. Oh, yeah. Couldn't. I like that. Yeah. I mean. It God, is, those fries are, really are so good. They're the like best Big fries. Big Mac is great. It's all great. Because this is truly not an ad. <laughs> no, it's we really- wish it was. No, but Fuck. we don't wish it was because. We wouldn't say yes to it. We wouldn't. We Actually, wouldn't. we would, and then we would give the revenue, which in our case would be about 35 cents, since they, they the revenue is based off of how many listens, <laughs> downloads you have. <laughs> right? That would be so offensive. And here, we're giving the revenue to uh, the employees of the McDonald's in Union Square, and that comes down to half a cent. You guys can each split a penny. Yep. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, sorry. I don't know how we got here. David Byrne, though, did... I did see him in person when I met you to go to my first bridal try-on outside of the bridal shop in the meatpacking district because he lives right there. Did I not tell you? No, you saw him just on the street? Yes, he was, like, leaving. He must live there. Leaving his apartment, getting on his bike. Extraordinarily cool. Yeah. He's so... The hair... The just everything. The, vibe. the 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 cadence of his speech is particularly captivating. It's true. I'm a genius. Well, you know what? I think David Byrne is a better note to end on than bridal parties anyway. Yeah. Wedding parties. I kept on forgetting that it's just called a wedding, wedding parties, party. But it's called fucking bridal parties, isn't it? I guess. Because that's what we're talking about. No one, like, groomsmen, there's a reason we didn't mention them. It's boring. I don't care. Yeah. You're all there in a goddamn suit. But just really quickly... Let's say, regardless of what the women are wearing, do you tell the guys all to wear the same color suit, all to wear the same tie, all to, I mean, what's the, if you've got to go cohesive. I feel like men's fashion, though, it's not a world in which people are like, okay, cool, I'll just wear this neon suit. Like, no one does that. No one's going too out there. So you just like, let, may, let you maybe have one friend, but they've been that way always, and like, let yeah. them stand His out. His guys... Ben Kramer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. 
uh, yeah, it's just like a weird, like pony show. I think to have all the girls up there, like it's like a show, show horse thing. Yeah. Like who's, who, who paid the most for this? Who showed out? Who wore this mauve dress the best? Mauve. Ugh. It's true. It's mauve. So they, I will say bridal parties have really ruined single color dressing. Oh yeah. For all of us. And on that note, thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you next week. Yes. We'll see what we're talking about next week. Let's see. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.